Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy content podcast driven by listener submissions. Pete Z here at the MML Studios. Today, we're going to cover ground very quickly. But before we jump in, just a quick note to all those folks who have taken to social media and cable news to discuss, quote, quiet quitting. That's not quiet quitting. You're strapping on a freaking megaphone and announcing this stuff. That's called loud quitting, okay? So on behalf of all the people out there that are actually quiet quitting, please stop. We don't need you on TV celebrating it. You're basically ruining things for a lot of people. Are you happy now that you got on TV to talk about how surreptitious and clever you've been? You fucking quiet, you loud quitter. It's hypocritical. Now, on to the show. Five. The fives. Welcome back to Make Me Laugh. Here are the fives. Today's from Ronald W. in Alabaster, Michigan. Ron's writing the five most officious, insincere nicknames of all time. Number one, Chief. Those who call others Chief would do well to remember the phrase... Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. See? It's racist, discriminatory, and yet fucking tweet-worthy for some. Wow, Ron, that was interesting. Let's move along before we're hit with a bevy of lawsuits. Second officious, insincere name, Captain. This is used as a degrading name meant to convey that the speaker is a fount of knowledge, usually on some subject that nobody cares about. No, I'm not going to listen to your yarn about the web telescope just because you called me Captain. Okay, Ron, I got it. Not a great example because if you think about the pictures coming off the web telescope, they are phenomenal. Maybe go with something that nobody cares about at all, like the um, like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's right. I said it. Third officious insincere nickname, Hoss. Hoss is an actual name and shouldn't be used in a faux chummy manner lest the real hosses of the world get wind and lumber at you with bald fist. <laughs> nice, Ron. I agree. You fuck with someone named Hoss at your own peril. Fourth, officious and insincere nickname, Sport. Hey, Sport. This moniker is usually a severe personal attack masquerading under thinly veiled levity typically delivered from the mouth of a mouth breather. Okay, I think you're overanalyzing, Ron, on that. Fifth, Governor, usually delivered from a voice that pretends a level of omniscience, yet whose worldview is limited to the confines of the local Walmart. <laughs> it sounds like you're getting into know-it-alls there, Ron. And that's ground we've already covered. A message, of, just a quick message to all the know-it-alls out there. Guys, we have Google and Wikipedia now so you can stand the fuck down. Ron, it was a great topic. Officious names, I loved it. Thank you for the efforts. It reminds me of a great friend of mine whose father used to call him names, and they would go back and forth with names like these. And I remember his dad used to call him Speed, which I used to love immensely. Good stuff, Ron. Quick break. We're coming right back. Mail, 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 mail. Oh, you gotta love mailbag. It's one of those segments that all shows have. All good ones, anyway. This mail is coming in from Connie in Pennsylvania. Her subject is speakerphone in public, question mark. Her mail reads, Yo, Pete, love the show. Listen, what do you think of people that use their phones in speaker mode in public places? I think I know the answer, but I had to ask. Thanks, Connie. P.S. Don't have a coronary. 
Ah, ah, take a deep breath, Pete. Oh my goodness. This is the mother of all violations of common decency, speakerphone in public. Connie, there's this woman that does this all the time at this uh, venue that I go to. It's so annoying. Listen, we don't want to hear your music, your show, your cute YouTube clip that you're watching, your personal conversation. I want nothing to do with your life. Turn off the speakerphone. I don't want to hear it. The only thing that pissed me off more than this recently was the person that pulled up to the gas pump beside me in a brand new BMW 330 model. I think that was the model anyway. And they asked me for gas money. I swear I'm not making this up. It was, they said, oh, sir, can I please get some money for the gas? And I don't know what kind of accent. I'm just, it's a generic accent. It's a pleading voice is what it was. But these speaker, so don't ask me for fucking gas money when you're driving a fucking $75,000 car. <laughs> Jesus, what's the matter with me? Okay, now back to the speakerphone people. They have to be stopped. They should be banned from using their phones. They should be exiled. Remember, they said China had that zero COVID policy. They should have a zero speakerphone policy here. Oh, sir, I only use the speaker because I cannot. Sorry, it's a no tolerance policy. Get in the back of the fucking truck. Okay, that would be my fucking if I was in charge. Now, yes, Connie, to answer your question, fuck the speakerphone sector of society. Now, as far as this whole phone addicted social media crazed aspects of society, people have been talking about Twitter. So I said I wouldn't do it, but let's talk briefly about Elon Musk. Look at Musk, look at Elon Musk's previous achievements before Twitter. The electric electric car, right? Side note on that, fuck Tesla owners. He had solar roofs. He uh, led a, a, a space exploration. All these things. Now look at the recent achievements. Tweeting about controversial issues. Put, uh, well, he put uh, beds in offices in San Francisco. He got booed off the stage at a Chappelle concert. So if Elon Musk is a case study in the immersion of social media, okay? Have I made my point? Okay, I got to go update my, um, what is it, Instagram profile. (laughs) Now let's take a quick break. Pete Z. Sounds like. We're off and running with Pete Z. Sounds like this submission is coming in from Paula in Lay South. She writes Lay South, like the southern U.S., I guess, but a French, maybe it's Louisiana. I don't know. She didn't, she didn't say. Pete Z sounds like a person whose weekend highlight is reading Parade Magazine, which he pours over voraciously like it's some amazing literary work. Good one, Paula. I do despise uh, the Parade Magazine. Pete Z sounds like the guy at the beach who really should put on a shirt. Spare us all, Pete. Pete Z sounds like the person who is generally referred to by others as, quote, that rando. (laughs) Probably. Pete Z sounds like the guy in baggage claim that looks like he's been waiting for his bag for three days. Give it up, Pete. The entire contents of your luggage can be replaced with a $10 visit to the thrift store. (laughs) Pete Z sounds like a man who insists his team's quarterback has a hell of an arm over and over. 
then after the first interception of the season, immediately demands the quarterback be benched. <laughs> I'd even got the producer up and laughing. <laughs> yeah, configure your fantasy line. <laughs> okay, folks. Now, if you have thoughts on what I sound like, send them to PeteZComedy at Gmail. Connie, these were fun. Ron's nicknames today, and folks, well, they were interesting. Whatever you do, keep the speakerphone off in public, unless, of course, you're blasting the Make Me Laugh podcasts out. Everyone will love it, except the nefarious Tesla drivers. <laughs> Listen, if you're funny, shoot me an email. Shoot me a five. Whatever. PeteZComedy at Gmail. If you like the show, please tell a trusted colleague about it. We will gladly welcome them to the Make Me Laugh family following a short background check of their social media sites. I'm kidding. I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks a lot.